Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? This is Elijah Fire episode number 13. Yes, 13 episodes. So awesome. Hey, speaking of which, did you know that we have a playlist of every single Elijah Fire episode on the Elijah Streams Facebook? So if you go around the Elijah Streams YouTube, <laughs> so if you go to if you go to the YouTube main page, you hit the playlist down there, you'll see Elijah Fire and you'll see every single episode that we've done. So if you've missed an episode, go back and watch them. You'll be spiritually fed, supercharged, lit up in the spirit. Uh, and I think you're going to love them. If you've, if you've missed any of the episodes, there hasn't been a single bad one yet. Praise the Lord. So go check them out, you guys. Um, my guest today, you guys know her pretty, pretty well by now. It's Kelsey O'Malley. She is the founder of Marriage of the Lamb Ministries. Uh, let's go ahead and bring Kelsey in. Hey, Jeff. Hey, hey. <laughs> so uh, obviously, I had um, I had made an announcement last week that we were going to have somebody else on. There was a cancellation, and you stepped in and saved the day. Woo. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. Yeah. That's a suddenly for me. So I yeah. receive it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so we were also, I was saying backstage that we were wanting to have you back on anyways. And it was just, everything just worked out great. So God is good. I love it. So, um, hey, what have you been up to recently? There's a there's a, something really cool that you, re, you started, a new venture that you stepped out into on YouTube. Talk about yes. that a little bit. So I was, I, I feel like the Lord was saying to me, I want you to start a YouTube. And I'd been feeling that for a while. Mm -hmm. So every year, whenever Rosh Hashanah comes around, I always write down um, these goals that I feel like God's placed within me. And one of them was start a YouTube channel. So I wrote that down and I'm like, okay, Lord, I know that in perfect timing, you're going to give me the grace to do it and teach me how to do it. And so um, the Lord impressed on me. He's like, uh, start it and just talk about little things, just little clips. And, and so I was doing that. And I just, my first one I ever did was how to keep the fire burning. And it's only like a three or four minute video, but it's just mm -hmm. encouraging you of how to stir yourself up in the Lord. And then the Lord impressed on me and said, I want you to do an eight week teaching. Um, and it's, you can post those teachings to YouTube. And so people can learn more about deeper things like the secret place, how to hear God's voice, how to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, who is Jesus? Who is the Holy Spirit? All these topics that they're deep topics. You can really dive into very deeply and practically. I like to teach a lot practically. So, um, that's something new that I've been starting and it's four weeks in now, this eight week teaching it's for women, but I do put the replays on YouTube. Um, so I just keep the ministry part out of it. Um, but I do post the teachings there and amazing things have been happening in that little group. Um, there's been amazing testimonies and you guys can join anytime. If you're a woman, you don't have to register or anything. You can just uh, click the Zoom link that I put on my Facebook on Wednesday. It's at eight o'clock Eastern time and just come and join the group. And um, it's been amazing and wonderful. And the presence of the Holy Spirit has been increasing each and every week. So it's been a blessing. It's so been amazing. Cool. So cool. So everybody, we put a link in the description to her YouTube. Go ahead and give Kelsey some love, like her videos, subscribe and all that good stuff. Uh, Cause we want to see, what God is doing in her. We want to see that elevated. She's great. You guys all love her. So yeah, we want to show her some love. So, um, okay, Kelsey, I'm really excited. I was looking over your notes um, and I didn't get like a, a ton of time to kind of pour over them. So we're going to just like ride the wave of the spirit. Um, but I'm excited uh, about the topic of like authority. And uh, that's something that I get really, really fired up about. So you had a really interesting dream uh, about a, a stick turning into a snake. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, this was a recent dream uh, within a couple weeks ago. And in the dream, I was standing inside the house and out in front of the yard. And uh, my husband was behind me in the home. And I had this stick, like a big walking stick. And I threw it down into the grass 
And my husband was like, come on, we have to go. Let's go. And I said, no, we have to wait. It's going to turn into a snake. And even when I said that in the dream, even there was like an unbelief within me, even when I said that, like, is it really going to turn into a snake? And so as I uh, watched the stick, as I threw it down, like within two seconds, it turns into this huge, big brown snake, like this massive snake. And I was in shock in the dream. I was like, oh my gosh. And as it slithered in the grass, there was a big yellow and white anaconda in this, the brown snake ate, started eating from the tail, this yellow and white anaconda. And in the dream, I was, I mean, I was startled in the dream. It shook me because I did not expect that. I didn't even, I didn't even know if it was going to turn into a snake, but I guess I had the faith in the dream for it to do that. Mm -hmm. And I believe the Lord's revealing something um, that's happening in this time. And, and during this time of where a lot of things are being shaken, a lot of things are changing and a lot of your lives, a lot of you are even feeling that like, this is a new time. This is a new season. And many of you are even saying, I am not the Christian I was before 2020. 2020 has taken my relationship with God and accelerated it. And what the enemies caused for harm, God's turned it for good in your life. And this is now a time where God's saying, okay, what's in your hand? Because I've given you something through your relationship with my son. I have given you something and it's called authority. And I want to read out of Exodus chapter uh, four, two through five. I'm going to read through Amplified um, Classic. And it says, and the Lord said to him, what is in your hand? He's speaking to Moses. And he said, a rod. And he said, cast it on the ground. And he did so. And it became a serpent, the symbol of royal and divine power worn on the crown of the pharaohs. And Moses fled from before it. And in the same way in the dream, when it turned into the serpent, I I fled back. Because it was shocking to me, even the same way it was to Moses, it was shocking. And the Lord said to Moses, put forth your hand and take it by the tail. And he stretched out his hand and caught it and it became a rod in his hand. And as I was meditating upon this and the the authority that God had given to Moses. Now, we know that Moses could not speak very well. He had a stutter, they believe. He had a problem. He was very insecure in himself. But God's saying, Moses, what's in your hand? I'm with you. No matter what you see in yourself, you look in the mirror and you see something different than I see, Moses. You look at your outward appearance. You look at your natural abilities. But what does God look at? God looks at the heart. And so God will equip you in this season with what you need. Whatever you need, God is going to give you. So if that's more authority, if that's more fervency in prayer, if that's more faith, if that's more reliant, whatever it is you need, God's saying, I'm going to give it to you. Don't look at your natural ability. Don't look at your natural circumstances. I'm with you. And we read even more as I was meditating on the rod and the authority, the Lord brought up Psalms 23 into my spirit. And I just want to read that to you guys real quick. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me. I shall not lack. He makes me lie down in fresh, tender, green pastures, and he leads me beside still and restful waters. He refreshes and restores my life. He leads me in the paths of righteousness, uprightness and right standing with him, not for my earning it, but for his name's sake. Yes, though I walk through the deep, sunless valley of the shadow of death, I will fear or dread no evil for you are with me, your rod to protect and your staff to guide. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and you anoint my head with oil. My brimming cup runs over. Surely only goodness and mercy, unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. And through the length of my days, the house of the Lord and his presence shall be my dwelling place. And when I read that right away, I kept, 
I kept thinking about the rod is Jesus. Mm. He is protecting us. And we learn he's the rod because in Isaiah 11, 1, the Bible says, there should come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Mm. And so our relationship with Jesus in this time is where the authority, it's where that rod comes from. So all of you who have been feeling like, oh, I just, I wish I had the answer to what's going on in my life. I wish I had that rod that I could just stick in the ocean and it would just whoosh and it would just part. I wish I could just hold that rod. You have that rod. Not only are you holding it, it's within you, dwelling within you. The power, the authority is dwelling already within you. And if you would step out in that faith, knowing that the rod is already yours, that just like Moses was a natural man, had his faults, and so do we, the Lord still chose him, just like he still chooses to use us in the earth the same way. God chooses to use us, his body, to carry his authority, to carry his power. And it's through the Holy Spirit. It's through the spirit of the living God that dwells within us. And so I just, I feel like that's just such a now word for so many Mm -hmm. of you that feel like, man, if I just had that rod, things would be different in life. And you do have that rod and his name is Jesus. And you can put it wherever you need it. You can use the authority whenever you need it. And it comes through the deep relationship with Jesus, which he's been bringing so many of us. I mean, I can personally say my walk is so much deeper with God since the pandemic. Oh, since things that have happened. Yeah. I mean, my walk is so much deeper than it was before. My time is so much more given to the Lord now than it was before. There's been so many fruits that have come out of this season and out of this time. Mm -hmm. And it's always for a reason. Mm -hmm. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when there's a shaking, there is always a reason for it. Every Mm -hmm. single time there, God has a ultimate plan of what he's doing. We might, we may not know the intricate details of it, but as it goes, we can see, we start to see the light say, oh God, your hand is in this. Look what you're doing in my life. And I know many of you have that same testimony. I mean, I get that testimony all the time of people are saying, I have never been closer to God than I am right now. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. I love that you, you, you started kind of started on this about people who are like, oh, if I just had that, then, then I could, if I just had that rod, then I could, you know, whatever, because when you would said, I'm, a lot of you are not the the Christian you were before 2020 and you started started going into kind of the focus of oh you know people are uh they're strong in the you know stronger in the lord but then i when you were saying that the first part of that you know you're not the same christian you were in 2020 there are a lot of people who i i just felt were are are saying yeah i'm not but not in a good way you know i've allowed mm-hmm. circumstances to bog me down i've allowed man's yeah. Uh, false prophecy, to be completely honest, you know, the, the, you know, whatever it is in the media, whatever it is in arts and entertainment, yes. I've allowed that to bog me down. Um, and th- so this is, this is a now word, like this is very, very, very on point. And I know there's a lot of people who are sitting on the edge of their seat right now, just being like, this is exactly, this is it. This is the thing that I was, I was looking for. So this is great, Kelsey. Yes. And remember that Jesus is the one who gives us his authority. We read in Luke 9 how he gave his authority and his power to his 12 disciples. Mm -hmm. He said, behold, I give you power and authority. Go heal the sick. Go cast out demons. Here's my authority. And I love Jesus because he's so willing to give us everything. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's just, even though our faults are there and we're, you know, natural in thinking, carnal in thinking, like his disciples were at that point when he gave them the authority and the power in Luke nine, they were, they were still not 
they didn't have the Holy Spirit yet. Let's yeah, just like, say that. I might break this God. Okay. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they they didn't ha- they weren't operating in the power of the Holy Spirit yeah. and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But Jesus, anyways, looks past all of that, just like God did with Moses. Yeah. Because Jesus is still the same. He's looking at our hearts. And he's using those when you don't feel qualified, God qualifies you. Mm. When you don't feel like, Lord, I don't know enough about you. I haven't studied your word for 30 years. I haven't, I'm not a scholar. You know, I haven't been to Bible school. How can I walk in your authority? How can I have that power and that strength, Lord? God's not looking at your mental capabilities and your smarts. He's looking at your heart. And when we earnestly desire to walk hand in hand with Jesus, and when we earnestly desire to seek his face above all others, the Lord says the same to you. I give you all power and all authority that's been given to me. I give to you. Mm-hmm. He's doing the same thing today. And it's it's through that relationship with him. And even in John 15, 5, Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So we have to stay connected to the vine. And when we stay connected to the vine, the life source of God is constantly flowing in and through us. So if many of you feel like this year has been really hard for me and I just can't connect, it's hard for me to connect. My church is closed. Um, My life is not the same. My small group's not meeting anymore. If you feel like that, let me encourage you and tell you that in the wilderness season, when there's testing and trials, God's promoting you. God's doing something in you to promote you. And so if you would turn your outlook just for a second, just listen for a second, if you would turn that outlook from, God, I can't, we're not meeting together anymore and everything's been falling apart in my life to the recognizing that a wilderness season is to grow you and to stretch you so you can contain more of his glory, more of his presence. That's what God's doing in you. And so I encourage each and every one of you, if you feel like this has been a a really hard time where you felt disconnected to God, it is so, so simple. God makes it so simple. It's just turning our hearts back to Jesus. It's turning our focus and our gaze back into the one who we love. Mm-hmm. It is so simple to come right back to Jesus mm. and just keep our gaze and our eyes fixed on him. And what if Jesus wants to use you in a very powerful way to affect your small group when you meet back together again? And so during this season of wilderness, he's going to be depositing in you treasures from the word. Mm. He's going to be depositing gifts. He's going to be depositing um, long suffering, patience endurance, uh, steadfastness. You know, the Lord does that to us in the wilderness seasons. And some of the wilderness seasons in my life, when I look back, they were the greatest times because oh. even though it was hard and I felt alone, yeah, that was when I felt the closest to the Lord. Because when we have no one else but Him, our hearts are fully given to him because we can't turn anywhere else. We can only turn to him. And so God's doing something within you. If, if you feel like that's you and our job is just to yield to it and just say, yes. Yeah. That's so good. Just say, yes, Lord, whatever you want to do in me, I say yes. And take that time to be with him. You know, he loves to be with you. He loves to hear your heart. He he loves to be with you. Everything that maybe people don't care about or people don't want to hear, I'm telling you, there's a person who wants to hear it. Come on. It's the Lord. That's he right. created you the way you are. If you're a very sensitive and compassionate person, and maybe people look at you and say, oh, she's she's always crying. She's always this. She's always that. Or he's always this. The Lord made you to have a sensitive heart. And so he loves that about you, that you're open with your emotions and that you're, you're sensitive. He made you that way. Mm-hmm. And so maybe when others don't understand that, there is someone who does, and it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kelsey, I mean, honestly, I can't get over how timely this word is. I don't know if you know, but over in, um, you know, over here on the West Coast, um, 
in Washington state, there are a lot of uh, frontline workers that have had to, you know, essentially been fired from their jobs for, you know, not feeling like, you know, that they could take the thing. I don't want to say on here because sometimes YouTube is crazy. Um, (laughs) Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, It just for ethical reasons, you know, religious reasons, whatever the case may be. And there are a lot of people, a lot of good people that have lost their jobs that have sacrificed a lot in those jobs. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. To help people, protect people, mm-hmm. save people's lives, um, and are really kind of finding themselves in a dark place right now. Um, you know, even in California as well, Washington, even here in Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. what, what would you say to those people? So I would say we have to remember that God is the God of justice. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times when we go to pray, we forget that God sits on a throne of righteousness and justice. And we forget that when we place what's been done to us unfairly and wrongly in the hands of God, that he will move on our behalf, that he's faithful to move on your behalf when we give the situation into his hands, when we don't take it into our own, when we don't um, pass our own judgments on something, but in turn, we come to God. So all of you who, that's you, what, what Jeff was just saying, that you have lost a lot, your job, and you've stood up for what you believe is right. I encourage you to pray this way. Come before God, with whatever it is that was unfairly done to you, let's say you lost your job, come before God and give it to him and cry out for justice. So let's just do that all together right now. You can Mm -hmm. say anything, whatever that is. If there's been something that has been unfairly done to you, where you know in your heart, God, this is not fair. If you have said that over any situation, you need justice. Because you know deep within, Lord, this is not fair. And so let's just come to God and let's just pray all together. And I want you to continue to pray this as the days go on each and every day. Give your situation to the Lord for justice. So, Father, you hear every situation right now of your children who are saying that they've been unfairly treated. They've lost jobs. They've lost inheritances. They've lost loved ones. They've lost uh, things that were given to them, supposed to be coming to them, God, but the enemy has stolen it and they know that it's an injustice. So right now, Lord, we come before you and we lay it at your feet and we cry, Lord, have justice on our behalf. We repent for any time we took the situation into our own hands and tried to solve it ourselves, God. We repent for doing that, Lord. And right now we give it completely to you. And we ask that you would come with your justice and that you pay back sevenfold what the enemy has stolen. Every time you're faithful to do that for us, Father. So, Lord, any way that you want to give us justice, that's up to you, Father. Whatever way it comes in, whether it comes in through finances, it comes in through healing our body, it comes in through healing our family, it comes in through gifts and callings. Lord, whatever way you want to restore that to us, we receive it now and we trust you, God, that your judgments are always perfect. And, Father, we bless the people that have come and tried to hurt us, God, we give them to you and we ask that you would reveal yourself to them, that you would reveal your son to them, God, and you would change their very heart. That by your presence, Jesus, you would change their heart and their thinking and their motives, God, Mm -hmm. and you would even restore relationships of those who have hurt others, God. I'm asking that you restore relationships in this time. And we trust you with all of our hearts. We will not waver knowing that you're the God of justice. We will not waver knowing that you are faithful. We will not take it into our own hands. 
We will not cast judgment upon it, God, but we'll keep it in your hands, knowing you're faithful. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you guys each and every day as you pray to the Lord and as you come and seek him, thank him for his justice over your situation. God, I thank you for your justice reigning in my life. I thank you for your hand moving in my life. And just continue to depend on him. And as we stay connected to Jesus and as we stay in this place where he is our life source, he is the very source of our life. We live, move, and have our being in the Father, in the Lord. You know, he's omnipresent. He is everywhere at one time. So even as we sit in these rooms right now, even as you're sitting in your home, the air you're breathing, if God is everywhere, is he not there with you? Yes, he is. He's all around you right now. He's the very air. He's everywhere. His spirit is everywhere. And so just begin to think this way, that you are a spirit being made by your father, knit into your mother's womb. Does God not care when a sparrow falls from a tree? How much more does he care about your life, your situations? Jesus says, you know, don't worry about what you eat or what you wear. Don't worry even about tomorrow. How can he say that? Don't worry about tomorrow. You know how he can say that? Because he knows his father and he knows how much he was loved and he knows how much you're loved. Even in John 17, he says, Father, you love them with the same love that you love me. God loves us. And he's wanting to work on our behalf. But when we take situations into our own hands and we say, okay, I'm taking this situation. I'm going to do it out of my own strength. You're forcing God not to move. You are holding his hand back because you've taken the responsibility on yourself. And so if you take the responsibility and you have justice for yourself, God can't move. You've held his hand back. But when we say, God, you can repent from that. God, any way I've worked in my situation, in my own strength, I repent and I place all of it upon you, God, and that you'll lead me and guide me and teach me how to trust in you. And this is how answered prayers come. This is how you start to see the hand of God move in your life. God resists resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And so even going back to the authority and the rod that we've been given, you know, Jesus gives us authority. And the thing I love about authority is authority trumps power. It's mm. higher than power. How do I know that? Because the Bible tells us, he says in Luke 10, 19, behold, I have given you authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall harm you. So if he gives authority to us over all the power of the enemy, what is greater? Authority is greater than power. And there's one thing the enemy does not have, and that's authority. He has power, but he does not have authority. And so many of us want to walk in power, but we're forgetting about the authority that Jesus has given us. And so we're lacking that and we're not standing in that authority and we're not believing that deep within us that Jesus has given us the authority to speak to the enemy in our life, to take every thought captive, every lie of the enemy captive in our mind and cast it down. We have authority to do that. We have authority to speak into those lies that are coming into our life. Jesus has given us that and it's dwelling already within you and it will grow as you spend time with the Lord. The closer you get to Jesus, just think about he's going to rub off on you who he is, his character, his nature, his person, his power, his authority. All of that rubs off on you. 
just in the natural, if I spend a lot of time with someone, I'm going to pick up their character traits, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a friend that says a certain word all the time that you've never said or a certain phrase, and you're spending all your time with this friend, you start saying that phrase, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same with Jesus. The more time we spend with him and the more time we seek him, his personality and who he is really does rub off on us. And pretty soon people will say, I see so much of Jesus in you. And why? Because you've been spending time with him. You've been seeking him. You've been staying in the vine. And the thing I love about Jesus is he's always reminding us that through union, that's how everything comes. Now, the disciples come back from Jesus gives them the authority. They go out and they go and do ministry. They come back to Jesus. And what do they say when they come back to Jesus? In Luke 10, they're saying, Lord, Lord, even the demons were subject to us in your name. And what is, how does Jesus respond? This is very important. Pay attention to this. How does Jesus respond to that? He doesn't, he doesn't go and say, I know, isn't it amazing? All the authority. <laughs> I have. He doesn't say that. He, this is how he responds. He says, I saw Satan falling like lightning from heaven. That's how Jesus responds to his disciples. I saw Satan falling like lightning from heaven. Now, this has double meanings to me, but one of the first things that I feel like hit me so hard was that a lot of us do that in our walk with God. We're like, look at all the authority. And we get, when we start to walk in authority because we're close to the Lord and we start to see things manifesting and happening, it's very easy for that to become our identity, that somehow it had to do with us, mm. that somehow it was us who did it. And it happens to all of us. And, but so Jesus responds, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Well, why did Satan fall like lightning out of heaven? Do you remember why he got cast out of heaven? Pride. Pride. And it so easily can get into us when we, when we start walking close with the Lord that we somehow think it was because of our good works or because I spent so much time with Jesus. Now he's given me this. It's a gift and it's who he is in you. So we also have to be careful that as we begin to step out and see the Lord move on our behalf, that we're always giving God the glory, that we're always turning and giving the Lord the glory and we're not taking it for ourselves. And Jesus goes on to say in verse 20 in Luke 10, 20, he says, nevertheless, don't rejoice that he's given all power, all authority to us. He says, don't rejoice at this. Rejoice that the spirit, don't rejoice that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are enrolled in heaven. So write that Jesus flips it and says, the joy within your heart should be that you are seated with me in heavenly places. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life for all eternity. You will dwell with me. You will spend all eternity in the joy of my kingdom with my father. So I'm just saying this to remind you guys that all of this authority and all the power that the Lord gives us, it's for his kingdom. It's to build his kingdom. And I know that every gift he gives us, every gift the Holy Spirit gives us, it's for the glory of the Lord and it's to advance the body. It's not to advance us. Our giftings are for others. So it's yeah. this selfless walk with Jesus that we learn. And as we grow with him and as you grow in authority and as you grow in this power, remember that God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And remember that your true inner joy and your true inner strength is that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And if you're questioning right now, I don't know if my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm not sure if my name's written there, but I want it to be. I want my name to be written in that Book of Life for all eternity. Let's just pray real quick all together. If you're unsure or if you've never received Jesus, if you've never had this rod given to you, I just want to pray for you right now. Just repeat after me. Jesus, I ask that you come into my heart. I believe that you died on the cross and suffered. Your wounding was so I would be healed. You shed your blood so that my sins would be covered. And you rose again on the third day 
and are seated in heaven with the Father at the right hand of the Father. I believe in you, Jesus. I want to spend eternity with you. Come into my heart. I repent of my sins. Wash away my past, Jesus. And write my name in the precious book of life. Mm -hmm. Be Lord over every part of my life, Jesus. I surrender every area of my life. Have your way in me. Mm -hmm. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Fill me with your love. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to pray for you guys real quick. Father, I thank you right now for those who have opened their hearts and received Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Lord, that by faith, they know for all eternity that their names have now been written in your book. And for all eternity, they will dwell with you in heaven. Father, I'm asking that you protect their hearts and you guard their hearts from the evil one. Father, I'm asking that you give them faith to know that you're with them. Jesus, I'm asking they know you through experiential knowledge. I'm asking that your Holy Spirit would fill them and that you would reveal yourself to them in dreams and visions and through your word. Jesus, I thank you for drawing hearts back to you. I thank you for the price that you paid so that we could be free from sin and we can walk in all power and authority. Jesus, I'm asking you reveal that to each and every heart who just prayed that prayer, that there's more for them, that their life will be lived in abundance of your goodness and that your spirit will guide them in every decision they make. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Okay, there we go. That's exciting. <laughs> Amen. You're, you're our brothers and sisters now. Yeah. Um, there was something I wrote down really quick right here because I wanted to go back to it. Oh, it was the whole idea of unity, how you were talking about how um, uh, through union comes authority. And last night um, I was watching a testimony of a Satanist who became a Christian. and. Hello he was talking about how when he was a Satanist, he would do all of his dark deeds at night. Um, and he would go into neighborhoods and he would astral project and he would command demons to fill these neighborhoods. And he was like, even when I would do it, I knew it was wrong. I knew what I was doing was wrong, but I wanted power. Um, and he said, the thing that made the difference in me being able to do that or not He's like, I would astral project into a neighborhood. And then all of a sudden I would see Christians. I could actually see them in the spiritual realm, holding hands and praying. And he's like, that made the difference. He's like, it was unity. It was the unity. He's like, when we hold hands and we pray, he's like, that's unity. And he's like, and he was explaining what it was doing in the spirit. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Like that. That makes yeah. sense. And, and and also looking at, you know, one of the big things that has disrupted the church is a lack of unity. Right. And so, yes. um, you know, this denomination believes that or that believes this or blah, blah, blah. And, um, and because you don't believe this one doctrinal thing that I do, um, yeah. you know, or theological thing I do that it's all it's game over. We can't, you know, when it, a lot of these things are non salvation issues and they are things that, you know, are, you know, yeah. widely debated even in the theological world um and i think that's that was really profound to me it was just like that's what satan does he turns us against each other and has us fight each other and not focus on the enemy <laughs> we think yes. our allies are our enemies and um and so i thought it was really really profound so when you said that i that's what made me think of that very yeah uh, very cool. That is so important and the fact that he's sharing that should even more so make us aware of the power that comes with unity 
And the one way we can dwell, I mean, even the Bible says when brothers dwell in unity, it's like the anointing oil running down Aaron's garment down Mm -hmm. his beard. Mm -hmm. So it's very, there's an anointing that comes when we're in unity. There's a very strong anointing. And we do have to recognize that as the body, that when we stand together, and I love how you talked about there's, we all have different opinions. Of course, that's always going to be that way. We all have differing opinions on many things. But the one thing we have in common is our love of Jesus Christ. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. And so if we focus on the one thing we have in common, which is the Lord, if we take our eyes off our own selfish opinions, you know, if we just take that out of the arena and we all of our hearts focus on Jesus, and we all come together in unity with one thing in mind. You know, the disciples came and prayed the 120 in the upper room, and they were in one accord, Mm -hmm. praying for one thing. That is unity. When we all have one desire, and that is Jesus Christ, to make him known in us, to make him known to the world, When that is our desire, we will dwell in unity. And even in John 17, Jesus prays multiple times. He prays, Father, I ask that you would make them one as we are one. The Lord Jesus Christ prays that over us. That's what he asked the Father for us. He says, Father, I pray that you would make them one as we are one. And when we understand that, the unity with, first, it always stems from you and the Lord. That's number one unity, that you and the Lord are in complete union. And what happens is that bursts unity in your spirit because you're in union with Jesus. And when you have unity in you, dwelling in you with you and the Lord, it's easy to get in unity with others because the spirit's already there. The Holy Spirit is unity. He's drawing others together. And even this time, I mean, I'm telling you, even stuff like this, where we all get on here, we don't realize how much your spirit within you is growing and stretching and lighting up. The very presence and light of God is getting on you as you sit and listen to this stuff. Mm -hmm. When we all come together and we're talking about the Lord, There's even the Bible tells us there's a book of remembrance written about those who talk about the Lord. So the Lord's with us when we're all here. Two or three are gathered. The Lord says, I'm there with you. Mm -hmm. So he is with us and there's no distance in the spirit. That's what I think is so cool about the spiritual realm. There's no time and distance. So even though we're like, well, we're all in our own homes and, you know, we're not together holding hands, but. In, in the spirit, we're acting as one. And so there's power in agreement and there's power in the spirit. Yeah. And so don't think that, you know, and it's hard right now, especially in a lot of places, you know, Australia and all these different, they can not meet, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't do anything. And so they, I have a lot of uh, women from Australia write me and say, you know, pray for us and you know, we need a breakthrough. And that's true. I do pray that the Lord would open things up again and that you could meet together. But we have to understand we're spirit beings. We are spirit beings. And yes, we're contained in this body. But Paul, even Paul says when he writes to the churches, he says, I'm there with you in spirit. So Mm -hmm. he knew the power of unity, right? Because he couldn't be there, but he says, I'm there with you in the spirit and I see what's going on. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you can't argue that away. It's exactly what it means. Mm -hmm. He in the spirit was dwelling with them in unity. He was making sure they're okay in unity. And so we can do the same. We can all in the spirit right now. We can even connect right now. If all of us right now, if we just all imagine being together and even taking hands and saying, Jesus, 
have your way through us, have your way in us. Just like they prayed in Acts 4, Jesus, we pray that your Holy Spirit would descend upon us and fill us with power and boldness to speak the truth that we would stand up with the authority that you've given us, God, that we would stand on your word and we would not be silent in this time, God, but we would speak the truth with courage and boldness, God. Mm. We will not sit down. We will not be quiet, Lord, that you would fill our mouths, Holy Spirit, and that we would preach the good news to others around us, that we would preach the kingdom of God to those around us. Lord, give us the boldness to speak your word. Fill us, Holy Spirit, with revelation from the word of God. Give us wisdom, Lord, to know what to do. And I thank you that the anointing right now is filling each and every one of your sons and daughters as we come in unity. We are pushing back the darkness as the light is shining from your spirit within us out right now, God. Thank you for the anointing. Yes, thank you, God. Yeah, many of you are feeling touched right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's going to feel like, many of you are going to feel like there's almost waters, like light waters rushing over you. And you're going to feel that even on your hands. I feel it on my hands. The Lord is doing something right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for unity. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Even right now, someone's fingers are being healed where there's there's been lots of pain at the base of your fingers. Right now, the Holy Spirit is touching you and God is healing you. Right now, in Jesus' name, begin to move your fingers around. God is touching you and healing those fingers. I command all the pain to loose now in Jesus' name. If you struggle with anything with vision, just place your eyes your hands upon your eyes right now. Father, I release the healing anointing into those eyes right now. Father, I thank you that floaters are leaving right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for clarity of vision right now, restoration of sight in the name of Jesus. Eyes, I command you to begin to see. Eyes, I command you to clear up now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise you, God. Thank you, God. There's been mental battles. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I see a lump on somebody's stomach, like kind of on like, it's sort of on the right side. um, And you didn't notice it for a long time because, um, you know, you might be a little bit overweight and then you, you felt there and, and you're, I just, I'm feeling um, a lot of fear. So God wants to actually dissolve that lump right now in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we just release your power, God. We say to the the lump, the tumor, dissolve right now in the name of Jesus. Dissolve right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you would fill them with hope and excitement. Um, God, um, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm also seeing right now throat that I don't, I don't know if it's your thyroid, but there's something going on within your throat. There's been pain and almost swelling. So right now in the name of Jesus, I command all pain in the throat to loose and leave. All swelling to begin to shrink now by the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, that they will speak your praises and sing your praises, Lord. That that will no longer hinder their self-confidence, Lord that you're healing throats right now in Jesus' name. We just release that healing anointing like a honey that would just come into your throat. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Command all pain in the thyroid, all problems in the thyroid to go now in the name of Jesus. I just speak the shalom peace that the chaos within them would go and the peace of God would be on your thyroid. Thank you, Lord. And all complications from that as well. I thank you that that's leaving right now. Fluctuation with weight gain right now is going 
in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. There's also uh, many of you who have been struggling with depression and anxiety. And it's, it's really holding you back from the fullness of how God wants to use you. Because when we don't know our identity and we see ourselves as something else than what Jesus sees us as, it holds us back from the fullness and the purpose that he has for us. So if you've been struggling with depression and anxiety, even taking medication for it, just lift your hands right now and close your eyes. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you come upon each and every one of those with their hands lifted. Whoa, thank you, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I thank you, Jesus, that you reveal just how much you love them. They are worth everything to you, God. They were fearfully and wonderfully made, and they have a purpose to fulfill God. And I thank you that you're breaking past trauma and past words that were spoken into them when they were little. God, that those word deposits have been placed on their souls and in their beings and have shifted who they were created to be. So right now, Lord, I thank you for washing off those word curses right now in Jesus' name. I thank you for releasing your presence upon them, God, that your love would flood over their hearts and know that they are accepted in the beloved. They are loved. They are cherished. They are unique and special with a purpose specifically set just for you from our Father. That there's a book written about each and every day you would live. And there's wonderful things in that book about you. And so, Lord, I just break every spirit of depression that's been coming against your children. I just break every spirit of anxiety right now. In the name of Jesus, I command every spirit that's been holding them, been hooking them to loose now in the mighty name of Jesus. Release in Jesus' name. All fear go, all anxiety go, all depression go. All lack, thinking that you're lacking in your, in your areas of love and you're lacking all of those lies, be broken by the power of the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. And I just ask right now, Holy Spirit, a fresh filling would come upon those that are hungry for it, God, a fresh filling of the Holy Ghost right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I ask that your rivers of your living water would begin to flow into their very being. I thank you for a new refreshing God coming upon their lives. I thank you for a strengthening in the spirit right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for fresh infilling. I thank you for fresh vision upon them right now. I thank you, Lord, for a purpose being revealed into their innermost being, God. And I thank you for strengthening them and giving them courage in this time. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I just break off all. There's been so many problems with even like uh, with parent, like your parents, they've You've had a lot of struggles with them and it's been causing you a lot of heart pain. Right now that's going by the love of God. Right now that's going by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you that you're giving them fresh eyes to see their situation, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that your peace is within them and upon them, God. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's a carol that's watching. And you've been crying out to God and you've really been having a hard time because you have a son and he's been making bad decisions. And the Lord says that I'm holding him in my hand. Continue to trust in me that I am wooing your son. Give all control to me. Let go of the control over his life and trust in me. The Lord's wanting you to freely give that over to him, Carol. There's times where 
You've wanted so bad to control situations, but you've not been able to. And the Lord says, give me that. Give that to me and watch what I do in your son. I thank you that his life is a testimony. I thank you, Lord, his life is turned around to seek and follow you. God, I bless Carol. I thank you that you give her the spirit of intercession, that it would come upon her, Lord, and that she would pray perfect prayers in the spirit over her son. And I thank you that this will be a testimony to her, Lord, that you are with her. And we thank you for doing it, God. I thank you for drawing him back to your very heart. God, use him powerfully for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I'm praying right now. I see someone in a hospital bed. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. It's a man. He's an older man. He's bald. I see him hooked up to a lot of things right now in the spirit. Father, whoever this is, I'm thanking you that your presence and your Holy Spirit is coming upon his body right now in Jesus' name. We speak life over him right now. Speak life into his body right now in the name of Jesus. We speak life. And I take authority over any of that pain or any of the assignment of the enemy coming upon his life when we cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, if that's if you know who that is. I see oil. I see the Lord wanting you to go and anoint him with oil and pray the prayer of faith. And so if that's someone you know, I I ask that you would bring oil with you to the hospital and you would anoint him and watch what God's going to do. Lord, I thank you for that healing. I thank you for life in his body. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Wow, there's such a heavy presence right here. I just want you all to just receive that. There's just such a weighty presence of the Lord. So, Father, I ask right now that you would fill each and every room, each and every home, each and every car, wherever they're at, God listening to this that your very weighty presence, your glory would begin to descend upon them now in Jesus' name. That Lord, in your presence, you're doing deep works within us. Oh, we just breathe you in, Jesus. We just breathe in your glory. We thank you for freshness in the spirit. We thank you in what you're doing in your body. We thank you for your shakings in the nations. Mm -hmm. That it's going to reveal your glory. That you're coming, Lord. You're coming with your glory. And it's going to be like the waters cover the sea. That God, we were created to experience your glory. According to your word in Isaiah, God, we were created to experience your glory. Would you pour it out on us right now, Father? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You're such a good father. You're so good. You're so faithful. You're so faithful, God. Thank you for all you're doing in each and every one of these precious people. Thank you, Lord, that you're with them, that you've given angels around them, Mm -hmm. that you've given us your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. I bless them. I bless their families. I bless what they put their hands to. Lord, thank you for revealing yourself to them. Let them know you through your word. Let them know you through dreams, visions, and experiences, God. Let them encounter you deeply. We're asking for more of you, God. We're so hungry for you. 
We're so hungry for a fresh touch from heaven, God. Would you pour it out upon each and every person listening? Pour it out, God. Fill us, Lord. Fill us fresh, God. Change every part of us. We give you everything, Lord. Change us. Mm-hmm. And we bless you, Jesus, for it. And we trust you in all you're doing in the earth. We trust you. We lean not upon our own understanding, but we acknowledge you, God. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, when you had said the glory was coming, um, this is an encouragement to everybody in New York, actually, when you had said that God, Jesus is bringing his glory, I actually saw New York um, specifically. And so just New Yorkers stand and expect him. The glory is going to go everywhere. But I think there's some people in New York that need to hear that, that just yeah. be encouraged and, and be expectant to receive that glory because God's going to pour it out. And um, yeah, so that man, that was, that was great. I even got the shakes and everything. Man, like, there's such a heavy, it's, yeah. it's so weighty in my room right now. Yeah. I mean, when we get off, I'm probably going to lay on the floor. Like yeah, it's very great. heavy. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, God. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So just as a, um, it's about midway through, you had mentioned something to the effect of um, not feeling like you were ready. And I was just going to give an encouragement to somebody um, that if you think that, I was ready <laughs> to take this on. No way. <laughs> you know, like, so, um, but in that being, not being ready, but following the Lord, you know, it's like, you can look at it. If you compare yourself to the people like, well, that person would be a better fit or that person, or this person knows more about this. So this person knows more about that. And, and there's a very, very, very good lesson I learned. Um, I think in like the second episode, we had all these technical issues and God very clearly said to me in the midst of me trying to freak out about it, he was like, I'm the one that makes this good. And, mm. and so I think that that's a message to the whole church is, is he's the one that makes it good. Like mm. step out and do the thing that God wants you to do and, and lean not on your own understanding. As scripture yes. says, I think that's so important. It's like, God is the one that makes it good. It's him working through us. It's not our own abilities. Yes, obviously God wants us to be creative. He wants us to to um to to do things and and make things and and whatever, but ultimately he's the one that makes it good. He's the one that 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 propels it forward. And so rest in yes. that. Yes. In that in Jesus' name. That is so, so good. You know, Bobby Connor says, God is never oh, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, he says. God's never going to give you an assignment without an anointing. So if there is an assignment put on your plate, know that there is an anointing there waiting for you, that you're not alone. I agree with all everything God does in my life. The enemy is always telling me you're not qualified, but the Lord's always telling me you're anointed. Mm -hmm. And so anointing trumps qualified. If you're anointed, you are qualified. That's all you need is the anointing. And so that's a beautiful message to so many of you that feel like God's calling you into something in this time. I encourage you to make a list of things. I know um, if you don't go by the Jewish calendar, make a list each year of what you're believing from God for, what you're believing, what's deep in your heart, what is deep in your heart. Write it down and believe God for it in faith and watch how you start checking off that list. It's it's incredible how God meets us in our hunger and he will anoint you for every task that he's called you to do. Yeah, that's great. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people in the body of Christ are finding themselves in places very similar to mine where you're being presented with something you know is God. You know, it's something you're supposed to take on, but it's going to require you to walk in humility transparency and complete reliance upon him. And that's Mm. simple. Uh, And that's it, you know, and 
you know, there's no way you would ever have any of the answers. And honestly, too, anything that I've done where I was ready, in my own opinion, to do it, it wasn't that great. You know, it's like, this is easy. You know, <laughs> it's just like, whatever. True. Yeah. It's kind of like picking up five pounds and working out five pounds and expecting to get like Hulk size, you know, yes. not do anything. You know? Yes. So, I love so, to yeah. say that the Lord loves to push us off cliffs. Where he's gonna, he, you're gonna climb with him, and then he's gonna not, he's not waiting for you to jump. He's gonna push you, but he'll always catch you. Mm -hmm. So he's always wanting us to go higher. He's always wanting us to trust him more. And so start with the little things, and then you'll see that you grow in trust. Like for you, this, this whole thing that the Lord's put on your plate, you now trust God more than you did before because. He's teaching you that if you rely on him and trust in him, he'll always work it out. He'll Mm -hmm. always be with you. And so God's doing so much in this season. You guys, we need to be excited for what God's doing because there's so much happening within us. There's Mm -hmm. transformation. There's growing. There's stretching. Praise God for this season. Praise God for this season. It's been an amazing season and it can be for you too. Even if that starts today, I'm telling you, get into the presence of God and watch your whole life shift. No matter what's going on in the world, if you are in the presence of God, you are going to have fullness of joy and peace and watch what God does in your life. He's amazing. So good. So good. Kelsey. You're the bee's knees. (laughs) So are you. Oh, um, so, okay. How can people follow you on, on social media, all that good stuff? So you can follow me on Facebook under Kelsey O'Malley. Um, my ministry is marriage of the lamb ministries. You can follow me there too. I just started a YouTube channel where I post my teachings from Wednesday night. If you're interested um, in any of those, it's like talking about the secret place and how to hear God's voice. And so my YouTube is Kelsey O'Malley. I think they'll put it in the link below. Am I right, Jeff? So if you want to find me, you know, there's ways to find me. You'll find me. Don't worry if you want to. (laughs) Yes. And then click her videos. Go ahead and like them and subscribe to Kelsey O'Malley's YouTube channel. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, um, it's great, Kelsey. Like this is, this was really good. And this is, what's great is that about 20 minutes in, we got through all of your notes and I was just like, all right, spirit, what's up? Let's do this. You know, like, and I was great. It was so great. So, and, uh, let's get this word out. People need to be encouraged. This is a now word for people. So, so just encourage, you know, send it to anybody who maybe lost a job recently, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, post on your own social media, whatever. So, um, all right, everybody be blessed. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.